0: What does it mean to be an American? Just what are our American values? Working hard to succeed. Loving God, country, and family. Being honest, strong, and compassionate. Supporting our Constitution and recognizing that we are blessed to be living in America, the greatest country in the world. Our Bill of Rights protects us, our freedoms of worship, speech, and privacy, our right to own firearms, our right to trial by jury. Our right to be free, to live our own lives without some bureaucrat telling us what to do. Most countries don't have these rights. Want to know more? It's all there in the book. Get your own free book, The U.S. Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Then read it again, and this time share it with your friends. Our great constitution is the basis of all of our freedoms, our inalienable rights. Get your own copy at freeusbook.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council.
1: One.
2: Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and our illustrious producer, Cal Hunter, my friend, my confidant, and not really. Actually, I just know each other pretty well.
1: Um, I, 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 okay, well, fine. That I, I just I just dropped a notch. I was fine with the friend confidant thing. That's a, well, confidant gets a little bit. That's too a
2: little. Far. That's yeah, the time. three, three yeah.
3: times a friend nominee, but never a confidant. See, there you go. There we go. There we go.
2: <laughs> he keeps plowing by. He's trying to drown me out with the music. I'm just like, embarrassed. Hey, now. you <laughs> know what? I just I really appreciate you, Cal. Cal does right. a wonderful job for us. We we really do appreciate Cal. We know, we don't give him enough kudos. I'm for grateful he for, for friendship relationship. He works hard. He really does, guys. We know that he rolls in here. Early and make sure the the studio's set up and well, people don't realize that we went live a few times. This everyone's like, oh, it's just they just go in there and do it. No, uh, Cal gets gets the board set up. Uh, the, the the our, our, our what is it? our signal goes to Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Then it goes up to Minnesota, right?
1: Yep, and then over to A B s to Westwood One in New York, In New York, and, and then, then it goes up to up the to satellite, satellite yeah. and yeah. then
2: goes down to the affiliates. Really Isn't cool. that interesting to know? That's how this is all done it's you go, your ping ping
4: ping 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 and, and like almost, in seconds
2: yeah less than seconds yeah, milliseconds and then but if you want to go live you can go onto our website and go live but that's that's really interesting people always say when i tell them that they say that's fascinating how it works and sometimes i go live on our facebook or my my instagram or something and um which is frederick penny one by the way um, you can go ahead and follow my instagram and 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 i'll show what cal does and they're like wow i didn't realize it's it's there's that many little instruments that he has to deal with and play
1: with. Not a little buttons and it's fun. I love I love yeah. to switch Especially the, the
2: kitty bumps. We do our third hours. Let's just throw some kitty bumps in. The, the new ones. Throw some new kitty bumps in. I this want
1: is... my toy. It's time to pay me now.
2: Yeah, time <laughs> to pay me now. That is the a... yeah, yeah. That is the cutest little person and I
1: wonder why what... you lock top. Who told you that? Those are fun. I think Brad's the best. That's what Brad we let's end
2: right so there.
3: Much. Uh, we can them. Ladies and bit. gentlemen, grandparent bribery of grandchildren <laughs> is alive and well in the United Hearing States. Him and him especially, right here, yeah. especially in this studio. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: That's a four year old, cutest little four year old oh. that comes in and says those butts, kitty bumps. Call us at 855 Law Radio if you want to call in on, on anything or. Uh, everything we can talk about. Remember, this is an exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show. But it's we're talking about general topics of law. Seek counsel. We're not giving legal advice. Go to our website and hear the disclaimers because those are really exciting. We are going to do a case or no case here in a second. But, but after that, we're going to do the Sean Watson answer to the complaints against him. Talk about the world's biggest divorce. And Denise is going to talk about that. And then we got two Supreme Court cases to talk about. Children connected with murder and Federal Trade Commission power. The Supreme Court has come down on some opinions on this, and believe it or not, this is very, very interesting, even though it sounds, huh, the Supreme Court. This is not in the news, not crazy all over the place, but these are very important things that we need to discuss, but before we do that, we're in our third hour, in our third case or no case.
1: Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Edward Kearney i got that wrong let me start again let me look at my script again edward rigby from kearney nebraska was in a bad state he just finished treatment for possible prostate cancer then he got a call from his work at the meat processing plant he had overstayed his sick leave ed's doctor told him the surgery wouldn't fully heal for another few weeks and that would leave him with some complications But uh, he said to his supervisor, look, I just saw the ad on Facebook. You're looking for people. How come you're firing me? And the supervisor said, well, you can reapply. So he did. But he had an embarrassing issue, leakage. Because when you get prostate cancer treatment, I don't know if you know this, but you buy adult underwear because for men there's a little leakage problem. So he wore it to the plant for his interview. And the underwear failed. Now, Ed had to wear sweatpants around the underwear, black sweatpants, because it was so much bigger, he couldn't get his pants over it. And when he stood up to leave, when he realized he was having a problem, his sweatpants fell down. <laughs> so there he was.
2: <laughs> Talk about some poor events, this guy. In oh. the
1: personnel office, after the hastily postponed interview, his pants fell down. There was a leaky adult underwear, and he just knew if he got the job back, he would never live it down. He ran out, cleaned himself up, went to his attorney and said, the manufacturer of Depends, let me down. I need that job. Do I have a case, Denise Dirk's case or no case?
4: So it is basically Edward versus Depends.
1: Yep. Well, uh, well, uh, the manufacturer of Depends, by the way, names... Change to protect the innocent, but there's a major manufacturer of Depends, that I'm not going to say. So, yeah, i not like,
4: saying
2: it's
3: Depends. So, so sounds no. like the answer is contained in the name of the manufacturer.
4: It does. I <laughs> was thinking the same thing. Well, that Kim- depends. Kimberly Clark
3: is the name of the manufacturer of Depends.
1: So, if there were a lawsuit against Depends, it would be against Kimberly Clark. Just oh, FYI,
4: I thought yeah. that Depends was Procter and Gamble.
1: Well, they may own Kimberly Clark. I don't know, but Kimberly Clark was the manufacturer at the time this oh. issue.
4: A rose. yes, uh, uh, or fell or down. fell down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, the question is: Is there a for, what? It, what is the responsibility that adult underwear garment has as to it? And I don't think that that's the problem here. I think the problem was the sweats falling down.
1: Well, what about the employer? Do they have a responsibility in this case?
4: Well, I think that it could be versus the employer more than it could be against Kimberly Clark, quite honestly. I think the lawsuit against his employer is, um, you know, they discriminated against him and fired him because of a condition that he had that was a a surgery. So I feel like they would have had to accommodate him and they would have had to, even if it's unpaid leave, at least keep his job open. That's my feeling. So if we're talking versus the employer, then I think he would win against the employer. It's harder, though, if you look at at this person versus Kimberly Clark or Depends. But because- we don't know.
1: We don't know what his lawyer advised him to do. He just went to the lawyer and sought counsel and said, "I think I think it's the underwear people that let me down." That was his approach to the lawyer. But if the lawyer had a better idea, I'm sure he would have told him.
4: Okay, with that, I'm going to say no
3: case. Okay, Todd Cunham, what say you? Well, I'm trying to think of what lawsuit kind of a claim he could bring defecation of character came to mind. But, um, you know, but I I, I don't Uh, know. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Off (laughs) the rails. This is hour three. Uh, Even look, even if it was a case, I think it stinks. So I'm going to (laughs) say I'm going to say that uh, this might be a real scenario, but I'm going with no case.
1: Okay, that's fine. You're allowed to do that. Mr. Penny, what would you say about
3: this one? So, on a scale from 1 to 10, you're in 8. Okay, I'll stop right there. Yeah, thank you. Thank
4: you. <laughs> I don't get that one. I don't.
2: I didn't get that either, Denise, I'm pretty smart, I thought.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. No clue here but that's, a way, okay. that's a way homer. You'll get it I'm when you're not, on the way home.
2: Okay, let's just, well, we'll do it during the break. <laughs> thank Denise, you. you and I are looking at each other like, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the, key, here's the situation. The most important thing to know is this is, if it's not a case, we're just telling you we're not saying depends has any issues with their diapers, all right? We're not saying that. This is just a scenario that he is using um, to discuss a possible case. Now, here's how we do this, ladies and gentlemen. You're thinking, come on, you're a lawyer, talk logically. No, the first thing you do in a case like this is you figure out strategy. And you figure out what Cal Hunter's (laughs) mental capacity is. It's all about Cal. Very limited. And we got to figure out whether or not what Cal Hunter is doing or not doing in this case. Uh, Is he tricking us? And what the thing I'm looking at, and the most important, you're an eight.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I just got it. Terrible, terrible. Well, we come back. Terrible.
2: I'll give my opinion. I'm going to pull it, Denise and take some time. You're an eight. Uh-huh. <laughs> depends. Oh, don't uh, turn that gotta, dial. We'll no, be back in a minute.
1: Yep. Cal, bring us back. Okay, we'll we'll try to get the the uh, train back on the rails here momentarily on Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. Our first break's coming up, and we'll be back. Law Talk and Law Talk dot com. This portion of Radio Law Talk is brought to you by Strauss Naturals. For more information, go to StraussNaturals.com. That's S-T-R-A-U-S-S, StraussNaturals.com. Law talk. Who told you that? It's time for more radio law talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. All right, leakage
2: problem, uh, case or no case. Let's see here. Okay, I get it. I get it. I'm going to, it's so off the wall. I'm going to have to say, stop, Todd. I'm going to have to say it's a case. And I'm going to have to say, it just because it's so bizarre, I'm going to have to say it's a case. And um, yeah, like you say, Denise, I think that there's an issue of. He, he, I think he can go against his employer. Yes, but he's not going to get. But he's not going to win anything against the company that makes the adult underwear. That's my answer, and I'm sticking to it.
1: Okay. Well, it, first off, I'm
2: telling you. So you're you saying this.
4: case.
1: Case. He
2: wins he,
4: against the employer.
2: Well, if no? If there's a – no, I'm saying he will not win against the diaper company. Okay. So that's all i So I'm he saying. loses. Against the diaper company.
1: And uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is I don't think people are very aware of the challenges of prostate cancer victims. I think that with a lot of publicity for breast cancer, for children's cancers, for you know, all these other things, and I don't think people talk very much about what, it's, what men with prostate cancer go through. This scenario that I told you about, which is not a case, by the way. Oh. This scenario I told you about. <laughs> yes! Yes! Told you about. Happened, Both said no
2: case? Yep.
1: Happened to a very, very dear associate of mine, but not at a plant, at his school. Walking through the hallway, had the underwear fail, down go the sweatpants in front of his kids. And there's the t- shop teacher in a diaper. Oh. And it was just a humiliating thing. Uh, There was nothing to be done. He was retiring at the end of the year anyway, but the point is, but he said, he said, I, uh, uh," you know, it just, it just humiliated him for the rest of school year. He was now Mr. Underpants. He was now Daddy Diaper. He was all these names that cruel kids could come up with. So I just wanted to tell you when there's a, when you think about all these things, just remember people who are victimized by this disease because it's not good. And by the way, Kimberly Clark is a fine company. From I searched archives, could not find them being sued for their products failing. I just wanted to make that clear. I had to, because someone brought up their name. Right. They are the people who make Depends. That was the parent company. Right.
4: And, so, and to protect Depends, I I t- called this topic, this case or no case, urinate adult diapers. Perfect. There you go. Very
1: nice. There you go. Very nice. Yes, yeah, oh. so
2: we're in no way. That's why I wanted to bring that up. There's no way. <laughs> so
1: innate, so. like like you're innate. You're I-N-A-T. Yeah, you're innate. I well, got... All I gotta say <laughs> is you guys are killing we me. We support depends. Yes, that's right.
2: Because we talk about it all the time. We say And depends. it's just
1: a matter of time until I'm going to need some. So. <laughs>
2: Uh, Tell the truth, Cal. Come on. I saw the package over there. We saw your sweats come down.
1: (laughs) Deshaun Watson,
2: speaking of which.
1: I was on TV at the time.
2: (laughs) Speaking of which, Deshaun Watson, uh, continue, Todd, you're talking about this defense's turn for them to answer the complaint against the 22 lawsuits filed against him. Again, innocent until proven guilty. And we were going through at the very end of last hour, Deshaun Watson. I know we're we're not supposed to be keep running in the, the one hour after the next, but this is important in this case because because he needs to be heard. But but he basically they're saying number one seven in general seven plaintiffs willingly worked or offered to work with Mr. Watson after the alleged incident. Right.
3: That's correct. That's correct. You know, it, look, the whole idea behind this, I, I understand. The need to be a little bit more descriptive in your response, other than just saying, uh, I, "I don't think it would have done much for Deshaun Watson in the eye of public opinion." It might have been legally correct. Might have been legally sufficient to right. file a response that says,
2: "We deny it all." M-
3: Mr. Watson, uh, Watson denies all the allegations in the complaint. Right. Let's go ahead and move to the next phase of litigation. Right. Okay, I, I get that, but you know that's just a general denial. It doesn't do much, and so he has to for the court of public opinion include, look, this happened here, this happened here. And mind you, and and Denise, I think this is something you and I were talking about here, because I raised the point that, look, it was a little concerning if you have 22 potential plaintiffs. And let's say you have, hypothetically, I'm just not referring just to this, but let's say you have uh, evidence that you put in your response of the way they acted contrary to their alleged damages – for, say, 16 of them, hypothetically. Well, I, I think that anybody in the public can say, okay, that's great for the 16, but if there were 22, that means there are six additional for which you don't have anything other than a general denial. So maybe you're admitting that those are... And I could see people making that leap, but there's something specific in this response, and it has to do with how much information they had and how long they had it before they could file a response and what was that's that exactly
4: right um they had um they didn't know until a week before the response wow. was due they did not know the plaintiff's identities yeah. or the actual terms and you know dates and and specific, uh, specificity didn't know
1: the claims made basically yeah, that's exactly. not fair yeah. that's not right right I'm sorry. and so it's,
4: not. it's remarkable that they got information in a week of this many things, and so one thing that was sure to happen here, I think is there's going to be an amended response once right. more information comes, and I think the defendants will seek leave to amend their response to add more information
3: in the first page of the response after after issuing the you know, Deshaun Watson generally denies everything before they get into the specifics. There's this language they say, and I quote, However, in the few days since Mr. Watson has learned the identity of his accusers, which was within a week,
1: Right.
3: His legal team has already uncovered evidence that numerous allegations in this onslaught of cases are simply not true or accurate. For example, and so what they're listing in the response is what they've been able to procure in a week. In a week since learning the identity, I agree with you, I would expect to see an amended response right. if there is to, to allege additional.
2: Including five plaintiffs are claiming told others they wanted to get money out of Watson. Um, that there's that they're claiming this is a money grab. They bragged to friends about it, um, you know that. Uh, and he continues to be adamant, saying that that there was no improper um, uh, engagement of any or conduct of any of any type in this situation. And I'm again, we're not jumping on his side, but the fact is, he's had a week. Come on, this is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, radio, Law talk. It comes out so fast that they have hardly any time to protect themselves. And also, he says, I don't deny that at times that, you know, yeah, you're partially nude sometimes when you get a massage. So, um, you know, they're saying he doesn't deny that. Well, okay, who
4: would, right? Plus, he doesn't deny that he would prefer to have a female masseuse over a male masseuse. So what? That's also sure. something that would so be what? very
1: normal. Too many mixed signals. I mean, All I, right. You
2: know, All right, we're going to talk about this uh, next week probably, uh, and but we'll move on to... World's biggest divorce when we come back.
1: Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up right here, right now. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
0: Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home, guaranteed fixed or replaced, with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back.
5: Call now. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182.
3: the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor.
5: If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610
1: radio law talk radio law talk i like that show this is radio law talk
2: yeah we're up to date all the time in radio law talk we're about ready to talk about the world's largest uh divorce case Denise Dirks is a family law attorney in California. Todd Cunin is a former prosecutor of DA's office, Tennessee, in California. And he's got his own criminal law practice. I'm a personal injury lawyer in California and in Washington, D.C. And um, we, we are up to date and everything. And we've got to talk about this, this huge, huge divorce case. But before we do that, we were talking about vaccinations uh, the last few hours. And Denise just sent me a CNN business ju- uh, uh, um, a report that just came out. Uh, talking about once you survive the you know this COVID pandemic and you get your 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 shot right you get vaccinated what do you get you get a Krispy Kreme donut you can what? get a junior free. cheesecake free Nathan's hot dog if you visit a Nathan's famous hot dog on Coney Island your vaccination card you show them you get a free hot dog Staples and Office Depot will give you something free. You get a crispy, a free glazed donut. I'm getting vaccinated right now, so I can get a free well, glazed. donut. I got a
1: card. I just don't carry it with me. Now I know you get a free donut. That's donut. all changed. Junior cheesecake.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, at some restaurants, you also get a White Castle. Mm. You can get a Ooh. a little burger, I guess. Mm. Only between April 22nd and 31st. And tell me, look. This is capitalism at its best. Don't get. Don't they're you right. dare try to tell me they're being a good to. Oh, we're gonna there to support. No, they're not. They're trying to get you in their business.
4: Come on, this is capitalism. Good Some, for them. Good for them, and I'm happy for them. But it's like, don't, they're, oh, they're so nice. You know, know what know it know is. Know. The vaccinations just lead to addiction. Food addictions.
3: There, <laughs> you, go. there you go. Somewhere oh. out there, Homer Simpson is saying mm, vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> mm, COVID.
2: I've got. <laughs>
3: what? No, I've got three vaccination
2: cards here. I get three donuts.
1: Well, yeah, you know, that is happening. There are there are counterfeit vax cards and actually counterfeit vaccination serums being put oh, out wow. there. J and J primarily. Uh, There's only really? yeah fraudulent vaccines, especially in foreign countries. Oh. So I mean, you got to be careful of that. Stop especially obviously. when he goes,
2: Guido goes, "Hey, come on over here. I got the vaccination for you." five bucks in five my trunk
4: yeah. if if you, look in my car if
3: you go to one of these botox <laughs> yeah. parties and they say they can vaccinate you as well I, I would just i would i would peel the onion on that well
1: yeah. ask more questions <laughs> yes i would ask i would ask a
3: little bit <laughs> go ahead
4: Denise. so you know i'm going to tell you all a story all right. i've got Here one to go. hear the story, and come. it involves a Farkad, Timur and Tatiana and this family they're known as the Akhmidovs and they had a divorce. So first, Tatiana got a judgment. S- yes. Don't you need
2: some music to this? Cal, I feel you- like
4: you there's get- a story. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't I don't come on. Something. we got to have some. Okay, keep going. You? Just throw a little bit of music on while she's talking.
1: Go ahead. Yeah, keep yeah, we'll going. Find, we'll find this. something. Yeah. Keep going, to Denise. So Tatiana
4: yeah. got, in 2016, she got 41.5% share of her husband's fortune, which was... I four hundred and uh, what was it four hundred and fifteen thousand or million pounds? So, so we're talking like a lot of money. Four hundred fifteen, like yeah. oh,
3: money. He didn't divorce yes. her because she gained 453 weight. Got oh, Okay. <laughs> Sorry, pounds. <000. I> <laughs> no, I, I, I was a little off on that
4: one. English pounds.
2: All right. She got how much? Four
4: hundred and fifty-three million English pounds. Wow, that means you
2: got. Todd, you got to marry the right person. Right. Well, so no. he,
4: he was a billionaire, and what he did to try to avoid enforcement of that judgment is what's really interesting. All right, our
2: 15 seconds is up, Cal. Well, I was we we just up. playing
1: the th- theme from the TV show Dallas. I oh, thought maybe that would there. be oh, that, good. Works. Yeah, yeah. Right. that works. That yeah, yeah.
4: works. So there was a sh- super yacht involved, a helicopter, mm-hmm. uh, several different mansions, and an extensive art collection. And what did the husband do to avoid the enforcement? He gave it to his son, and his son what? hid the assets from his mother. What? Yes. And so it ended up in court again on the enforcement part of this judgment in a British court. And the son basically admitted because he, quote, had such an incredible bond with his mother, one that was unbreakable. He with admitted his to what he had done. So that his mother then could f- start to collect on this, and he had to give up his own apartment he had to give up the, so she, the son the son so mother not only got a judgment against her husband, she ends up getting a judgment against her son
3: oh man so so apparently this incredible bond that he had with his mother did not cause him to say, "Sorry, Dad, you can't hide the assets with me that would be wrong <laughs> okay' you can't, you that would can't be wrong, wrong. You, okay. you can't hide the four
2: hundred million
3: with me."
1: It's underneath his right. mattress, just some little boxes. <laughs> <laughs> son, son, I'm going to store these under your bed. Is that going to
3: be I, 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 What we're missing is I have an incredible bond with my mother that was negotiated through attorneys <laughs> that if I admit to this, I will then get a portion of everything I admitted keeping from her. <laughs>
4: no, it's funny. He did have a spokesman. His name was Timur. He was a son, and he did have a spokesman, and he said although he disagreed with the ruling finding that he had done anything wrong, he would consider it a price worth paying for should it lead to a real Reasonable settlement between the parents he both loves.
5: Hmm.
3: <laughs> I, I just crack up over the finding of the, nice? of the court. The court found – and I quote – this is a finding from the judge – found that the son – was a dishonest individual who will do anything to assist his father. That's pretty interesting when a judge but finds he, that but, you are But he loves his mother.
2: But you know what guess what? That's three they should have probably done the divorce with three people. All right son gets this, wife and husband get this. I even know that's only the husband and wife deal. But what does the son end up getting at the end, right?
4: Nothing. He gets a judgment against him but for maybe, seventy-five million pounds. But the
1: question is, is just, does he get anything? <laughs> is is,
2: is, is he is he stuck in like a low-end apartment, or is he no. hanging out on the yacht anymore? That's the question.
4: He had to give up the One Hyde Park apartment that he had, which oh. is That's extreme. Risky. It's like worth thirty million pounds. Wow. Did mommy
1: give it back to him? Do you think? Late it, coming, maybe. But
4: it, in this in this agreement, they also the parents had agreed to give the child adult child mind you three thousand pounds a week to live on that was his three thousand
2: six yeah twelve thousand like twelve thousand dollars a month i'm sorry i know More this sounds bizarre that. people yeah. three thousand a week that's it's six twenty percent twenty percent to that yeah what do you mean wait wait wait, wait. stop okay. oh wait not euros three thousand pounds okay i get it let's just talk general I know it's probably worth more a European than I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna find I'm, out I'm right gonna now. say round numbers twelve thousand to fifteen thousand a month this is a guy this has a, a billionaire family with a B right yes that's that's he's living in the poorhouse I yeah. don't care what people say and say this is by the way this is a first world problem
1: they nailed that kid to say
2: you only have fifteen thousand a month four
1: thousand one hundred and sixty one dollars and thirty cents per Per week. So that's a a billionaire. That is nothing.
2: 16,000 a month. That kid is living in
1: poverty. He's starving. He's starving.
2: You're used (laughs) to the yacht and the billionaires. It's like, uh, sorry, we're going to try the fast food joint today, dear.
3: Because you wonder, before he lost all the money. Heaven forbid he had purchased anything on credit and has monthly payments to make. Right. So if he purchased anything that he has to make monthly payments and now he's only pulling in, what, 16000 a month on average, but... He's leveraged to the hilt, to the tune Yes, of, he did yeah, complain.
4: He, he said that that was not enough money to live the lifestyle that he was accustomed 180 to.
1: 180000 grand a year that for is, a billionaire who had a $30 million apartment. I wonder what the carrying costs so alone would have been just on that apartment. Probably no, crazy. he's living I mean, in squalor. But I'm saying, you know, rent and electricity, a $30 million place. you got servants to pay. I mean, come on, you know. Well, just,
3: he'll just move in with mom. <laughs> well, I don't know if mom's going
1: to
2: – he'll probably move in with dad because dad's going to – Dad's Dad's broke. He's only got what a billion, probably. What, what are they? What's this net? The net worth of the family? Did it say?
4: Uh, Is it, it a billionaire? He's or? an oil tycoon, so yeah, it was a knows. it was billions. Well, let's look it up, billions. Todd. While we're doing this, Todd, if she jump got on. For, we can figure it out because if she got forty one point five percent share of her husband's fortune, then you have to do Just you have to do the rest. Close of to that, a billion.
2: Right. Close to a billion. About a billion. Oh, just a mere little billion sure. dollars, just a mere billion dollars, and nice. the kid, yeah. the poor kid, I'm, I'm feeling sorry for him. Call us, uh, son, if you, what's the son's name, uh, Tamir? Timir. Timir. you could call us and see if we can help you out. Cal Pop Medova. Cal, Cal, I'll, I'll take
1: the call. I don't, I don't know what i two
2: eight I'll clear
3: the lines now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't clear know
2: what to do. Clear the lines, 855-529-7234. We'll help you out. We'll give but you but, we,
3: but of... we can't give you legal advice. Okay, no, so if you, you call, you it'll be general
2: yeah. No, you we'll know. charge him. Come on, yeah. he's
3: making sixteen grand a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, if, if you want to call us and pay the retainer, look, give me a. Uh, we can't do the buck. Give me a thousand bucks, <laughs> and then I'll talk to you privately on the phone.
4: The other interesting thing is, father gave him one hundred and three um, thousand pounds um, to invest. And he lost it all. Shocker. <laughs> he lost it all. What? Yes. A billionaire kid? lost it all. Gets
2: a mm. hundred grand, doesn't know how
4: to invest it? Mm.
1: Invest in what you know. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Champagne. champagne.
3: Ferrari. <laughs> rental of the Ferrari. Now, you're sure these over-the-counter penny stocks are legit? Okay. All right. All right. Just I'm take in. it all. Put it I'm, all in one. Let's I'm see what, what happens. Go. <laughs> all <laughs> right. What what we're going
2: to come go back wrong? and talk about... Uh, Believe it or not, the Supreme Court on two important cases with the FTC and about the justices talking about youth who actually commit murder. And then we're going to probably touch on Charlie Rose is compelled to answer some questions. We'll be back.
1: The well, segment of Radio Law Talk is coming right up, and you don't want to miss it. Things get pretty frantic then. You know, very energetic, I guess is the word I would use. So stay tuned. We'll be that back in a bit. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA.
5: You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? He said, call Pet Joy right now. 800 711 9218. 800 711 9218. 800 711 9218. That's 800 711 9218. Eight hundred nine one eight one three seven six. Eight hundred nine one eight one three seven six. That's eight hundred nine one eight thirteen seventy six.
3: Oh, well, that's dumb. Are, Are you serious? serious? Stop whining.
1: It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Frederick
2: Penny. What happens when a minor child, let's say age 15, and this is this case uh, that we're going to talk about, um, cre- uh, you know, um, basically is involved in a heinous murder of, of his grandparents, it's just absolutely horrible, but he's age 15. Yep. Should he be sentenced for the rest of his life without parole in prison? And the answer is, as of generally speaking, the law is, yes, it's at judge's discretion, looking at a few other issues. And that's where we're going to turn over to Todd Kuhn and talk about what the United States Supreme Court just came down with and how this will affect our country.
3: So the question here is – the first thing to talk about is the Eighth Amendment to the Constitution prevents or safeguards against what's called cruel and unusual punishment. And historically, historically, the Supreme Court for the most part has ruled that life without the possibility of parole violates the Eighth Amendment for somebody under the age of 18 in nonviolent offenses, in drug offenses, anything less than murder – Okay, uh, life without the possibility of parole, the court has ruled is, look, that is not uh, appropriate. Um, In this case here, you have the case that happened in the early 2000s, I want to say it's like 2002 or 2004, individual murdered his grandfather. And we won't get into the facts, although th- there's one fact that's kind of interesting. When he was finally found at the uh, diner by a sheriff's officer, the sheriff's officer goes up to him, and, and it was a death by stabbing. And he sits down at the booth with the uh, with the defendant, with the individual, and, and the sheriff's officer says, hey um, – Was that the knife that you did it with? And the guy says, no, I got rid of that one. Oops. Okay, so cat's out of the bag there. They got the guy. It was a self-defense, and he was convicted at trial. And he was sentenced to life without parole because in that state, it was Mississippi, I believe, that was a mandatory sentence. Yes. It It was Mississippi. Yes, yes. Yes,
4: and I have I have a question about that. Okay. Because w- one of the things that is weird is, does he spend his life in juvenile detention, or was he treated as an adult for purposes of his sentencing and sent right away to prison?
3: They usually start out in juvenile detention. And once you reach a certain age, you're transferred to adult prison. Okay. For that. So, uh, so mandatory sentencing in Mississippi was life without parole, and so he got life without parole. Well, then along comes the Miller case in 2010. And in 2010, the US Supreme Court said, hold on a second. If somebody commits a homicide, it violates the Eighth Amendment if they're sub- sentenced to life without parole because it's a mandatory sentence. You have to give the judge uh, discretion. They, they don't want they to run in a situation where a judge says, look, I would give you a, a determinate sentence. And, or I would give you that, but the law says I can't. So in Miller, they said, hey – uh, as long as the judge has discretion, it can be a life without parole. So this guy was resentenced, sent back to the courts to be resentenced. And the judge listened to everything. And after listening to the entire sentencing hearing still determined that life without parole was the appropriate sentence. But he had the discretion at this point.
4: Now, why else is this case unusual, Todd?
3: Well, it's unusual because you fast forward, there's another appeal, and then we get to this appeal here. And in this appeal, the defendant was trying to argue that, wait a minute, the judge has to make a finding that I was incorrigible and incapable of being rehabilitated because of a, a case out of 2016 called Montgomery. And the court pointed out, Hey, you know, in Montgomery, we specifically said that the trial judge did not have to make an incorrigible finding. So you're arguing something that the case law specifically says is not required. But the unique thing about all of this is you have a court in 2021 analyzing cases from 2010 and 2016. And the unique thing about that is three of the judges weren't even on the court in 2010 and 2016, and they're telling – Three or four other judges who were on the court, this is what you meant in 2010 and in 2016. And those three judges specifically who dissented said, uh, that's not what we meant.
4: <laughs> right. And now this um, this decision does fall upon ideological lines,
3: correct? It, it, it does. The The liberal uh, – the, the the judges that leaned to the left were the ones who said, look, this is not appropriate. The judges to the right, they didn't open the door. They didn't say that mandatory – that kids – should be sentenced. What they essentially said was this is what the law is, has always been. And the appellant's request to alter, further alter the law was denied. That's the way they interpreted it. said, look, this is the way that it is. Now, they also leave open that a legislature can step in and change this in a heartbeat
4: and this and, really does apply to 15 year old and and over it's not really applying to like some child as young as 13 right no,
3: they don't make that distinction they say they're talking about minors here in this particular case it was a 15 year old but listen the reason they don't like mandatory sentences for life without parole is that a judge should be able to consider the age of the defendant as a mitigating circumstance. I
4: totally agree with and,
3: that. And in this case here, the judge considered it and still felt that life without parole was appropriate. And Fred, you didn't lie when you said it was a heinous crime and this was a nasty crime. But... Um, you know, a judge can consider But it. he's
4: tried as an adult and he's you right. know, found guilty and the judge considered his age in the sentencing.
3: And, and given all the circumstances said, look, I still find that life without parole is appropriate. And so it's it's going to be a case by case basis. And if the legislature doesn't like it, if folks don't like it, the. The remedy isn't to appeal to the courts to change their decision. The remedy is to go to your legislature, change the law, and remove – it would be very easy if the legislature in Mississippi wanted to, to say uh, people under the age of 18, although they could be tried as adults, cannot be sentenced to life without parole, regardless of the crime. That would be an easy bill to propose, whether it would pass is up to the citizens of Mississippi. But the court says we can't step in and tell the states what they can or can't make for law.
4: We can't do it. And the Supreme Court has done a lot. I mean, they they have so much power. They can decide what cases to hear. (laughs) What cases not to hear, they can decide if they're going to send it back down um, to the lower level court and instruct them how to uh, handle the court. They can keep the decisions from the lower courts intact, or they can go down and say, hey, determine it's moot and right. throw it out. Right. It's really interesting because we really are seeing so much diversity in what our U.S. Supreme Court is currently exactly. doing.
2: Speaking of which, Denise, we're going to talk briefly before we run out of time about this case, that, about the FTC. There's a guy named Scott Tucker. If you go to uh, the Netflix series Dirty Money, it's about Scott Tucker and his partner Muir. And they were convicted on October 13, 2017, 14 counts uh, after it was a five-week jury trial. Um, where, uh, they're, 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 they're claiming that, and he was sentenced to, by the way, 200 months in prison on, on January 5th, 2018, for basically their company, um, violating some lending laws, right? So what happens is the FTC not only, he didn't only get convicted, but the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, comes in and says, not only are you convicted, but we're gonna require you to pay $1.3 billion to def- that, that you defrauded customers, and you have to pay them back. Guess what? The FTC does not have that power, according to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court came down and said, great, but you don't have the power to now levy money against these people because that's not what you, the Constitution allows you to do and not what the law allows you to do, and basically said, too bad. You cannot, without some extreme ways of doing it, we don't have time to get into it, like going through the legislator, you cannot now levy these big fines. Don't forget the FTC is going against, trying to go against some, you know, Uh, social media companies and stuff like that. And now they're going to have
3: a difficult time finding them. But even the court on this said we aren't saying that the legislature, the Congress, can't step right. in and pass a law that grants you that authority. We're right. just saying that under the law as it stands right now, right. you don't have it. So look for that legislation right. to be proposed. That's huge, though. Yes. So, that's huge.
4: Is, isn't the power just limited? They can't collect monetary awards, but they still can act right. as a policing
3: True, force. but they yes. cannot well, go get make money. them pay money. So they can get Which an injunction as to the action, but there they cannot levy a fine and get restitution that's based huge upon that. yeah.
5: That's
2: yes. huge, by the way. That's huge. many. How many billions of dollars, 12, just in 2016, $12 billion they levied against people. All right. Quick takes time, isn't it,
1: Cal? Yes, it is. Time for quick takes right now. Who wants to go first? I'll Let's go see. First. Fred, go first. Please.
2: All right. Proof of a vaccine to show up uh, to sporting events maybe something in the future. Remember, three things. HIPAA, ADA, Constitution. The Supreme Court's going to be hearing about this in the future.
1: Denise.
4: Yes, we know that divorce always impact, impacts your children, but we didn't really think it impacted the adult children, except when they get a judgment against them for helping to cheat one parent out of the judgment for the other.
3: That was nasty on his side. Uh, Mr. Cunham, what's your quick take? I fully support companies that make adult underwear and depends garments as long as they don't merge with Victoria's Secret. That's
2: the best one. We'll see you next week. (laughs) This is Fred Penny, Cal Hunter, Denise Dirks, and Todd Cunan with Radio Law Talk.
1: You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
5: Diabetes and you're on Medicare, you may qualify for a free continuous glucose monitor system. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM systems can automatically manage your diabetes better for you. And by using a CGM system, you can eliminate forever one thing most people with diabetes hate the most: finger sticks. Now it's possible to manage your diabetes better. End the painful finger sticks and get a new CGM monitoring system at little or no cost to you. We even provide in-home delivery and do all the insurance paperwork for you. Now is the best time to manage your diabetes better and get your continuous glucose monitor. Call now for details. Call 800-451-9542. 800-451-9542. 800-451-9542. That's 800-451-9542. Paid for by U.S. Med.